Good morning, Jim. Good morning, Pat. Buddy, it's early. It sure is, man. 7 a.m. podcasting to get something out for the people. Love the coffee episodes. One of my favorites. This is the first time I had to set an alarm for a while. Really? I set three alarms. <laughs> I don't know. Are you that type of person? Three like, alarms on your phone or like one in the living room? All on my phone. Microwave. <laughs> all on my phone. I had like a conversation with Siri last night. They set an alarm for 6.30 a.m. and one for 6.45 a.m. and one for 6.50 a.m. Oh, do you ever set the alarm and put the phone across the room? Oh my god! Force yourself to get up. Yeah. Did you do that last night? For the first one, yeah. The first alarm, yeah. You leave it farther away, so you have to get up and get it. But then I was just annoyed because I was already awake. Like, yeah, I know. I'm already up. Once I'm up, I'm I'm pretty good. You you'll go back. I didn't get to bed until late, so I was just more nervous about not waking up. And I, I really don't think I said all three of them at the same time. You know, like I, I think just throughout the course of the evening, I set three without realizing it. So once I was awake, my alarms just kept going off, which was annoying. What time did you go to bed? Uh, 1.30. And then you're up at what, 6.30? 6.30, yeah. All right. <laughs> to you, that's plenty of sleep, huh? I mean, it's not bad. No, yeah, I like no. to sleep. What time was your alarm this morning? You sound focused, man. So I'm ready to go. I didn't even make it to my alarm because I, I had the alarm set. So I, I got up at like five. It was bright out too. But then I, I did go back to bed and uh, I had my alarm set for like 6.10. Okay. I sometimes I don't go off. I, I'm always on a 15 or a 30. I'll set it for 6.12. Oh, yeah, man. I'll go Love random. That. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. So I was 6.10, but I, I got up and... I did turn my alarm off. That's the worst thing. You ever get up before your alarm and not turn it off? Yeah. And then it goes off. You're so pissed. <laughs> You're like, I know. <laughs> I'm better than you. I was already awake. My Are you alarm up? sound is, is a ringtone that I can't stand, but that some people use as a ringtone. So I'll hear it in public and always pisses me off. It's really? like a Pavlovian response to it, right? That's like... You're in the store, just getting something middle of the day, wide awake. And you hear that alarm, that specific ringtone. Oh, when I hear it, it just, just makes me miserable. Like, will you shut that off? <laughs> I, um, I use the standard alarm, which is awful. Because you're right, the same thing. Anytime you hear it anywhere, it just like ruins your day. Yeah, I don't Somewhere know why else. I don't customize that. Do you, do you know how to do that? I mean, yeah, it's in the settings, probably check under sounds and then alarms. I'd like to do a recording and be, be the, be your alarm. (laughs) What would you say? Jim. Oh my God. No. The fuck are you doing? (laughs) Get up. Oh, I don't want that at all. I'll wake up my kids with a Reveille. I pull it up on my phone. What is Reveille? The military trumpets. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Um, they love it. That's a go-to a lot during the school year. And then I think they hate it so much. And then I'll, you know, Joseph will say to me, like, you haven't woken us up with the uh, trumpets. They they'll, they'll hate that if I do that in high school, I bet. 
I think you should get a trumpet. And I think you should start playing it for them. Yeah, I should. Instead of on your phone one day, just... Just get a bugle? Dad's in marching band all of a sudden. I don't mind waking up. It's better than the alternative. Are you a morning person? Yeah, I think so. I think like waking up early gives me so much hope that I'm going to get stuff done that day. And then I do not. But like yeah. those first couple hours, you know, you feel like there's a chance. Like I might get shit done. You know, I might send an email I've been sitting on for a week and a half. Oh, a productive morning is a great feeling. Get up and get after it. I like getting a few things done before the kids. I don't do that a lot, though. I should do that more. It's a great, uh, great way to start the day. I can't stand when people are not, like, go out of their way to tell you they're not a morning person. Not a morning person, yeah. And it's not, just suck it up. <laughs> no, I agree. And that's a big thing with comics. Like, because, you know, most of our work is at night. So if they don't have a job or if they don't have families, you know, comics are up till five, six o'clock in the morning and then sleep until noon. And so, yeah. and I get it. And, and it's supposed to be a better time to write like after a show. But when you talk to comics like that, like it's one o'clock in the afternoon, like I'm just waking up and I'm like, and you're okay with that. Right. Like, this is going okay. This is what you want. Oh yeah. And when you start to travel with these people, when you start to first have to, you know, you sure, the road together. Condo. And what, what time do you want to go? What time do you want to leave? I like to leave at like five in the morning. <laughs> like, Oh, I don't, but you're driving. So you get, when you have to deal with that. I had someone who like kept reminding me, it was like a six hour drive, wherever we were coming from. And, uh, the headliner was like, yeah, normally I leave right after the show, but since you're driving, we'll stay till morning. And I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, cause if it was just me by myself, I would, I would just drive through the night. That's what I do, but it's okay. If you don't want to do that. Like, All right. That's fine. That's, I don't want to do that. Because, I mean, I would if it were me. <laughs> then drive. Oh, man, that would be um, – that was never my way. I would always stay on Saturday. But get up early and go. That's what I, uh, That's the best way to do it. I don't know. Those people that finish that second show Saturday and then drive. I have about a three-hour limit with that. Yeah. Three and a half, maybe, is like I would consider it, but more than that, I'm staying. Even even if it's not, I'm like five. Home. Okay, you're around five just because just because the kids and stuff, you know, for me, then I would be like, I got to get home. Yeah, but no, for for you, dude, I would ever, I would never. Why not? Stay. No, no, I'm not. I'm, I mean. Yeah, no, I'm not. Uh, I'm not going to sleep all day either, though. I want to get up and get out and get home, too. But even if it's not like when it comes to coming home, even if you're just working with a comic who's on a different schedule and they're like, hey, you want to grab breakfast tomorrow? And it's like, yeah, let's grab breakfast tomorrow. And I'm up at like 830 in the morning and they're like, like 1145. They roll out of bed, you know, and oh, like, yeah, hey, right. just give me like an hour and I'll be ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be after lunch. What do you mean breakfast? Do you feel obligated to always have a meal with uh, or always meet up with the comic you're working with? Not always. I'm not going to waste my whole day anymore. Yeah, I feel less obligated than, you know, when you're starting and mm -hmm. you just realize you got to do what you got to do. 
but it's always nice when you do, when it's natural too, you connect with the person or you know, for sure conversation. Now it's also less that I go with random people or like, uh, I'll, I'll travel with other people as like an opener a lot less frequently, you know, just people that I know, but not as well. So I think it's easier. I mean, now I have like fewer friends that I work with more. So you're kind of more on the same page. But even that we had the tour when we were on the tour, you have like, you know, a bunch of people. So, and I miss that, you know, this kind of like traveling with a little family. For sure. Yeah, you guys were everywhere together. But then when you when I would be out on my own, it was nice to not have to, you know, just kind of you could float on your own. It's that balance, right? A little bit of a little bit each. You don't want to do either one of them too much. But when we get on the road together, brother, buddy, we're all over the place. (laughs) Sometimes we're out an hour past the show, really living it up. So, so what have you been up to, man? Wrote at 7 a.m. Sometimes we stay at the hotel till 7.30. <laughs> we always get up and go. I know. But like sometimes you'd be like, you know what? 7.30 tomorrow. It's like, whoa, we're sleeping in. <laughs> sometimes I could tell you're pissed that we're leaving early. I'm never pissed. I'm just like, <laughs> it's more, I'm like, how many alarms do I have to set for this to work? <laughs> I, uh, I was out and about for the first time last night. Still, you know cautious and distanced i had to do a, a podcast that uh someone asked me to do it and i was like yeah sure and then the day before i was like hey where's the link and they're like oh we do it in person and uh oh, yeah i felt guilty you know it was too close for them to be able to reschedule someone it was, it was someone i like a buddy uh bobby used to work at saint charles and uh at zany's and uh oh yeah so it was for uh, a spot called even flow over in geneva uh music venue after your heart PJ. Mm-hmm. And um there's a cover band, um, Pearl Jam cover band that goes by that name too. Even though that's a it's a pretty straightforward cover band name. Yeah. <laughs> um but so it was like, I mean, it wasn't there were like three or four people working it, you know, who were the audience. It was a live stream, so it wasn't many people, and then like three of us. I kind of felt I was a diva. I was like, I'll, I'll go, but like, I want a chair off to the side. You know, I want to be six feet away from everybody. Which is right. great. Like, I don't love being on top of people during normal times. I'm a big fan of personal space. That's so, not being a diva. You just double checking. The law. Yeah, right. But it was cool. It was different to be around people. Uh, we're in a bar, you know, it, like it's a venue. And again, it wasn't like open to the public or anything. And they're like, do you want to have a drink? And I was like, am I allowed to do that? It's funny, like, because when you're around people, you don't really know. You're probably a little bit more cautious. But then like, you know, I've been playing a loose when I'm around other people that I'm, I'm comfortable with, you know? Right. But even that. I went and got my hair cut. You did? I went out. I went out into the public. Nice. How's it feel? I went to Target yesterday. You I was did. walking around Target shopping, man. I was back into God. It, it is funny. It's like God. It's like I, I, I miss some of this. You know, it's nice shopping online, just having stuff show up at your house. But uh, just being out, walking around, seeing stuff you don't need, but being like, why don't I have that? <laughs> right. Seeing human beings. Mm-hmm. 
how that hair still don't know how to walk around a fucking store just (laughs) bumping into people and um would you say the haircut yeah but if you want to go down that other path first that's fine no not at all no 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 the haircut was cool i i masked they they she was playing it real tight running it you know i went to business so they have that she's got it down you know for sure is it like appointment only yeah appointment text me when you're out front i'll let you know when it's time to come in i want more places to do that man i want everywhere i go after covid to not make me wait around Right. You know what I'm saying like that, like there are some benefits of this. I don't want to sit there for an hour uh, hoping for a spot. I like some of these places being appointment only. I like knowing that if, you know, if I'm going to go to a restaurant, like I'm not going to be sitting there for an hour. They're going to call you, you know, you call them when you get there and, and they're going to let you know when it's time to walk inside. I kind of like that. Right. Yeah. I know that's gonna be, um, you're going to have a standing appointment at Starbucks. It's going to dictate, you're going to be dictated by appointment now, all of us. I need that though. (laughs) What do you got tomorrow? Well, I have to pick up my coffee at (laughs) 6.58 a.m. And then from there, I'm slotted on the eight o'clock train. Excuse me. Alarm number (laughs) quattro is going off. (laughs) Just in case I missed the first half of the podcast. Your phone set one itself. <laughs> Man, your phone is like Ralphie. You're doing this on your computer. You were on your phone and now it's, it's like barking at you. It wants some attention. <laughs> so you, you cut hair at home. I didn't. So once I got a haircut, I was just like staring at myself in the mirror for longer than. Yeah, normal. looks. No, but I mean, like just the very idea, the very idea that like, you know, you go from the shaggy, like, like I don't know. It was just had been so long since I'd seen. Like for three right. days, first of all, it was also a new person who cut my hair. I felt like I had a perfect haircut for three days and I wasted it. But I got the best haircut of my life and it's during COVID and it's just, it's just, <laughs> no one gets to see it. That quickly? Yeah, you know, there's like a short window sometimes when you get a haircut where you're like, before I mess with it, this, it just looks good. It just looks better this way than I'm ever going to do anything. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sculpted up that beard too. Our beard's going to fall off i was thinking about that I hope it's hot under those masks right yeah and then it's like you got the beard is it doubly hot it's, there's a little itchiness to it yeah and probably a little extra heat but it's worth it not to see the rest of this face it's worth it but you you got the you got the mask <laughs> yeah sometimes everyone can just mask up let's That's go true, boys man. shave those beards <laughs> the hell are you doing it's hot out i'm gonna summer sh- and now you got we got masks all the new alt comics are just gonna have a of the future just have a mask and then it's just gonna be cut out i'm gonna have like my beard i'm gonna shave under where the mask goes but not around it <laughs> so it won't be hot under the mask but it'll still look like i have a beard to everyone else <laughs> that's great what kind of mask do you have uh just your standard uh n94 yeah just a white <laughs> it's not quite an n95 i don't know what kind of mask i have i have a bunch of them dude i'm the type who will forget a mask so i like pepper them all over the car 
I got a couple in my pocket. Now I keep a mask in my wallet the way like I used to keep a condom as an ambitious teen. <laughs> you got to like, yeah, when you leave the house now, you're like, do I have everything? See, I got to get my mask. I got to get my keys. Yeah, I got uh, my sister sent me one. A White Sox mask. Yeah, I've been wearing that. But then I feel like, is that dorky? Got the... Like oh, I love the socks, <laughs> like just on my face. <laughs> you can't keep that team off your mouth, huh? And <laughs> like I want to protect myself and my family, but also love the socks. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a good like weight. You should get a Cubs suck mask <laughs> instead of a white sock. <laughs> Cubs suck. I remember the first time I saw that as a kid, there was people that were selling those hats in my neighborhood. Really? And I, I was like, I couldn't believe that that word was on a hat. I know, right? <laughs> like, it says suck. Dude, the Calvin logos. <laughs> I'm like, wait, and he's just peeing on it. He's just peeing on the Cubs logo on the back of that guy's truck. Yeah, how did that... How is that ever okay? Did they, those people get sued? <laughs> I'm guessing there wasn't Calvin like... And Hobbs? <laughs> I'm guessing like there wasn't an official store they were buying them from. You know, I'm guessing these were bootlegs. I wonder if people know even like anymore because they don't even do it anymore, Calvin and Hobbs. I wonder if some people don't even realize that that is Calvin. Because... As popular as they were, they weren't that, like, mainstream. Right. Yeah, there's got to be people. I don't know who that guy is, but he's peeing on my least favorite team's logo. Did you read that, Calvin and Hobbs? Did you ever read the, what'd you call them? The funnies? You did? The comics? Comic books? I always call them the comics. I like when people call them the funnies. The funnies. The Sunday funnies. (laughs) Was the funny papers, mm-hmm. the funny pages. Occasionally, I had a couple of Calvin and Hobbes books. That'd be like a Christmas gift, you know, here and there. Nothing takes the fun out of a comic than 300 pages of it. Right. Yeah, you don't want it in that minute, like that big a dose. Like now, I it's had a, a couple of Calvin and Hobbes. I had a couple of Far Side books. I had like a whole routine with the Tribune. I would go to like Tempo, flip it over, read the Far Side. You flip over that front page, and the f- every day there was a far side. And then you go to uh, the back and read um, Calvin and Hobbes, Mr. Baffo. Remember Mr. Baffo? I don't remember Baffo. That was a great one. And then into the sports section. There was, was a. I was a morning person. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't get the paper. We got like a weekly local paper. So I would, at school, I would use my, I would use my study hall to uh, any library time to go to the, go to the newspaper and read the comics, read the funnies. Oh, that's great. That's good use of my childhood. That's so wholesome. I was an old man at 14. <laughs> I mean, you're in the library. That I was like is. a library aide. No, I had to be there. picturing you walking, walking there. My coffee at 14 years old. <laughs> Hey, can I, uh, can I see the business section today? <laughs> you're, 
Hey, Jim. Hi, Mrs. Collins. <laughs> Just off to the library to check out the what's in the papers. No, man, maybe, like I'll, a... maybe I'll browse through the funnies while I'm there. Just trying to make the most of my break time. <laughs> I, we were like, it was suburban. The Sun-Times is more the thing. Because that was easier. You just flip it over and sports are right there. You don't got to go digging through a paper. Oh, sometimes it's great, but their comics was, were not as strong. Not as good at all. I mean, I'll take a family circus all day long. I'll put that up against anybody. What? Family circus was legit, but family outside circus of that, was legit. that BC, no one, I don't want a history lesson. What am I, this podcast? Did they have that, uh, that love is? Oh God, they did. I used to never read that garbage. That, that, <laughs> that, that stuff has lasted. That's like, that's like a, oh man, that's so popular amongst white trash. That love is. <laughs> Girls used to like cut them out in high school. Oh yeah. Like my girlfriend like gave one to me. I mean, <laughs> what did it say? I don't remember. Like love is. Love is setting five alarms. <laughs> <laughs> to love, spend more time with you <laughs> love is pretending to enjoy these because you're horny in 15 <laughs> love is begging for an hj <laughs> <laughs> oh man we're all over the place that's our job that's where we're supposed <laughs> to be uh, actually, this conversation occurred last night where uh, after the podcast, one of the guys was like, I want to do a podcast, but I need a theme. You can't do a podcast that doesn't have a theme that's just like all over the place. And I was like, no, actually, I swear to God, <laughs> it was Bobby. And I was like, actually, Bob, we just plugged my podcast with that called all over the place about 15 times. Come on. Literally, if you haven't just downloaded it, actually, a couple um couple of the audience members uh, had seen you open for Sebastian. You know, they, they downloaded the podcast right after we were done. But it was just so funny that he's like, you can't just do that. And I beg to differ. That's great. I mean, he can't now. We've already done it. So in a way, he wasn't wrong. <laughs> it's still an experiment, isn't everything? I was saying to you the other day, it's like, uh, depending on what news you watch, it's like the country's either dying or given birth it's I'm going with given birth i'm with you there it's funny watching like flipping the channels and being like are these reports for the same day yeah man yeah i saw the uh the tweet yesterday about not renaming the 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 uh forts in the south after nascar banned the the confederate flag how about that they're finally banning the Confederate. Can you imagine if you just saw that at like a Sox game or a Cubs game? <laughs> Someone just waving that flag. What? Like, <laughs> what are you doing? It's here for the game, man. It's <laughs> here for the game. I love baseball and certain parts of history. Right. I just don't get it. I'm with I you mean, there. That flag was prevalent. I mean, even in our childhood with Dukes of Hazard and. But, but that should be the goal is to get better, right? Like this should be the goal. To... What was that? Was that your alarm? I just got a text. Look at you. 742 in the morning texts. It's Sarah. She probably wants me to pick something up on the way home. She loves to text me when I'm at the store. And this. And I never see it until I get 
back home. You pull in the driveway, you take your phone out, walking in the house. Oh, grab some avocados too. <laughs> anyway, we got to do trivia today, don't we? I think we do. Oh, yeah. I had a topic. I had one point was like, I'm going to do, I was watching this uh, History 101 on Netflix. Okay. Kids. And I was watching this episode, uh, Rise of China. And I'm like, dude, I'm going to just do a China trivia with Jim. This oh, stuff God. is fascinating. You know? I don't know people in our country today. You think I'm going to know Chinese history? <laughs> no, it's not even the history of it. I mean, it's the history of it, but it's kind of like a very truncated, just how much they've uh, grown. This country, it's bananas. Cause like you hear China and I don't know what you, what do you even like picture? I mean, the they, first, they're a superpower, but what were you going to say? I mean, the first thing is just him saying it. It's the first thing I picture, which is <laughs> awful. Oh, Trump saying China? Mm-hmm. China. No, but I, I mean, I picture manufacturing you know, economic boom there. Yeah, out of nowhere. I mean, the growth of the country. They said that in 1960, their um, their total economy was like 59 billion, and ours was 543 billion. Just to give you an idea how far far apart they were. Holy shit! And they're about to pass us. I mean, they have um, or in the world. I think there's. They say that there's like 33, 34 cities that have over 10 million people how many are in china yeah how many are in china 37 15 that's insane 15 cities of over 10 million people wow is chicago over 10 million if you count like suburbs if you count suburbs no i don't think so close like our mega cities if you count like the outline areas they say are new york and la Look at you, mega cities. You did just watch something on. Yeah, this is what they call them, me- mega cities. Chicago Metro. How many of the China China ones you think you name? You think you can name some of these? You've um, heard of some of them for sure. Shanghai. Shanghai. Yep. Beijing. Beijing. Um, I think that's where I tap out. What about Springfield. There. Springfield. They have Springfield. Which Springfield? They, I feel like they have a lot of Springfields. They have uh, a couple. No, you've heard of some of the. Wuhan. Oh, yeah. Oh, really? That's that big? Yeah. Shenzhen. Okay, I've heard of Shenzhen. Guangzhou. Not I don't sure. know if how, you, how you say this one, but it's Xi'an, and it's the XI. I also don't know how to say that. Chongqing, Tianjin. Anyway. 15. Think about that. Chicago Metro is 9.3 million. So they have, or 9.53 million. So they have 15 cities larger than Chicago. And they've grown an insane amount. The Shenzhen, 1980, the population was 59,000 people. What? And now it's over 12 million. In 1980, 59,000. That'd be like, I grew up in Glendale Heights, which I would guess 25, 30,000. That'd be like, you know, two of those just turning into Chicago. From when I was born to now. Sure. And the land is not even significant. This thing was like a little fishing village, a little island. Pretty That's much an island, brilliant. I think. So it's all vertical. Did they show any of the public transport stuff they have? 
Um, no, but they show what they're building, what they're building around the world. Like those trains that go over streets? Yeah. Holy shit. They're building them like into other countries to connect, update everyone listening to all over the place. Listen, while we're fighting each other, I'm having the same conversation out of my house as I am inside my house. (laughs) Why are we always arguing? What are we fighting about? Other families are doing better (laughs) while we fight each other. That is so true. I don't know about your family. I'm not speaking on that. I'm talking about <laughs> I'm talking about our family. Well, that's exactly what's happening, man. That's exactly what ha- what is happening. I'm not trying to be alarmist about China. It's just fascinating what they've done. Sure. But they are like poised to be kind of running the conversation. They have a plan. <laughs> yeah, they have a plan. <laughs> Meanwhile, we are infighting. We are all over the place. Yep. Yeah, we need a plan. Here's a fact. Between 2011 and 2013, China poured more cement than the United States did in the entire 20th century. Between when? Between 2011 and 2013, more cement. Can you imagine the the cement, the union bosses and the cementists? Oh, man. (laughs) Gotta be some quite a few missing Chinese mobsters under that. <laughs> yeah, they pave the roads with those people. That's not even theirs isn't even underground anymore, though. They're just building <laughs> up, right? Like we talk about like Jimmy Hoffa being like under the Meadowlands. They're like, you know, so and so is he's in the wall on the 73rd story. <laughs> That's a specific brand, descent cement. <laughs> We blend in all our dissenters. <laughs> Makes the uh, structure that much stronger. It's nice little, to see them finally come together. A little human touch, so to speak. Bananas, what's going on over there, dude. It's incredible. There you go. That's the, two, this, that's the show. That's just History 101. <laughs> it, was, it was cool to watch with the kids, just because uh, they don't know what the hell is going on. Do they have questions on it? No, I think it's just like they, it's just quick like graphs and it, like the way it's some of it's animated and it's narrated. It's real quick and fast moving and everything they that they say in these shows is like whoa, they're trying to blow your mind. Sounds like it worked. Yeah, man, just trying to get some content for the podcast. I love it. I love it. Thank you for doing that. <laughs> I'm prepared for this episode, dude. I got trivia. We, uh, before we get into trivia, can we talk about one thing that happened? Sure. Um, a listener, a very nice listener who's reached out a few times to the podcast page, uh, which, uh, submitted a card to us. He loves the hot dog Jefferson game so much that he made like a, uh, like a cards against humanity style hot dog Jefferson card like a sample card if we were to make it a, a game. It's awesome. Uh, you sent it to me yesterday, I and I did. was like, where did this come from? This is awesome. Isn't that great? I'd like to thank Daniel. I think it's Bartel, Bartle, but uh, I'd definitely like to thank him for making that. It was uh, – Thanks, this, Daniel. This particular one he made, uh, a Hot Dog Jefferson name. I don't even – I mean, for anyone who's new to the program, there's an episode titled Hot Dog Jefferson where we kind of explain it. 
It's just a dumb game we play. It's clues to figure out someone's name. Uh, Hot Dog Jefferson, of course, being clues <laughs> to my favorite White Sox, Frank Thomas. The listeners want to figure this I'm out. I'm still laughing you say anyone new to the program. <laughs> I like to say program, too. Program's fun. <laughs> anyone like new to the program. <laughs> I like to take words and mess with them a little. Program. <laughs> the one he did was uh, Blank King Forest. And I know you know what it is, but Blank King Forest. And then, because for a game like that, if we were to make it an actual game, you can't just, you know, you have to have clues underneath it. So if you don't know who Blank King Forest is yet, the first clue he gave was something to the effect of, this guy cheated on his wife a lot. <laughs> Dude, the way that he laid it out was so intuitive. Wasn't it? It's like, this could really work. We can market this. And, uh, and then the third clue, or the second clue was golfer. And uh, of course, it's Tiger Woods, Blank King Forest. That's a solid one. Very good. All right. So I just wanted to derail the program. <laughs> I wanted to derail the program before you got into trivia. <laughs> no, and I didn't at all. I wanted you to, um, I wanted to talk about that too. Because when you sent me that card, I was like, oh, this is cool. I love that was our send us stuff. That was our first fan art. It was the first time someone's made something for us. That was great. Thank you. I lo- we always love hearing from people. Um, but that was the first time someone's actually uh, sent us something to use. So thank you very much, Daniel. Yeah, Thanks stay in touch. Send us a fax. <laughs> Send us a fax. So we can... Dude, I am not a, uh, a big Cubs fan, but I loved when Ron Sano would always say that. They would be, you knew it was email. Like they were on the email when they were doing the fan interaction. But at mm-hmm. one point they were faxing with these people. <laughs> For sure. But they were handing Santo the printout and he would always be like, got a fax here. <laughs> it's like, that's an email. That's a, got a fax here. Let me, uh, this is a cover sheet. Let me get rid of this. <laughs> Remember the cover sheet? <laughs> this is, you know, I always felt pressure to have like a great subject title. <laughs> Attention, whoever. Page one of seven. <laughs> Total seven. <laughs> I used to always love like when news stations would put up their fax number, you know, for you to fax stuff in. I'm just picturing like in the middle of a live news broadcast, suddenly you hear the phone start ringing in the background. Oh yeah, they're like trying to deliver you real news. Like, yeah, it's a bank robbery today, and it's like, <laughs> yes. Or you call the you call the wrong number, dude. I called a fax. I think I just called the, the fax. Oh, you did. <laughs> you know, it feels like when you hear your alarm on someone's phone at Target. That's what it right. Like. That will ruin your ear. Just. <laughs> F's up your brain for just ah, like damn it! Call and get the. You ever get the busy signal anymore? Oh my god, no! What would you do? That is like such disrespect when you get that. You're like, oh my god, how do you treat me that way? (laughs) You busy signaled me. Well, they're out of business, dude. I lived through the busy signal days. You're probably being just a few years younger. 
you probably love the luxury of call waiting. I, we did not have call waiting for a long I mean, time. We'd still, I mean, I, I was, yeah, I, I came up right in that era of like star 69. And I'm like, how did people ever live without this call waiting? <laughs> like oh, right in the era of features on your phone. But I know the busy signal days, but I'm not a patient man. So I would just keep redialing the number. <laughs> oh, right. Me too. Oh yeah. If you were calling a girl too, and you're like, I'm getting through this. Mm-hmm. This is. I'm gonna call my buddies. It'd be like down the street. Be busy forever. I'd, I'd be like, I got to go down there. I think that they might they might have a phone off the hook. You go to someone's. You might have a phone. One of your phones off the hook. I've been trying to call you. Like, <laughs> no, my daughter's on the phone. She's been on the phone. <laughs> But when those fax machines came out and they took up all those phone numbers, that's when you started losing your area code mm-hmm. when they started. Right. And that, I remember that pissing my mom off. Cause you know, we were so proud of living in Chicago, having the three, one, two forever. And then when we got the, uh, when we got stripped off of the three, one, two and had to go seven, seven, three, it was devastating. Oh yeah. We went These to goddamn fax machines. <laughs> We went from uh, 312 to 708 and then eventually to 630. That oh, yeah, is, you had to change twice, huh? The second cutoff hurt more. Like the first one, it's, it's like, okay, we're not Chicago. We're in the suburbs. We get it. But then it's like, you're not even the good suburb number anymore. You're like the, you're the farther out suburbs. Yeah, 708's got some legacy to it, huh? The little mm-hmm. street credit. 630 OGs. 630's all acting brand new. 630 is new to the party. And, but now you've got these like 224s and 331s. 331 threw me off. I thought that was like Ohio or something. I do I did kind of slowly notice 224 creeping in. Both of 630 those. though, I remember the 630 where you just think like these these people don't have sidewalks. <laughs> these 630 ers are sticks what are you talking about all we had were sidewalks our sidewalks are twice as wide as yours yeah right we got backyards true you do have yards we don't need privacy slats in our fence you guys got land out there did you finish your fence where at you were working on the fence last week on the bolt dude no i didn't so i fixed the yeah i got it standing up it's not dragging anymore, but now it's not lined up, so you can't close it. Okay. And they don't make that kind of, uh, was I telling you that? They don't make that kind of handle anymore. Mm-hmm. So. What are you, you're I got it order? back on there. Like, I got it put back together and everything, but it just doesn't special order it. No, I'm trying to get, create another way to close it with a dog collar right now. Ralphie's like original collar. No, I need to. I need to come up with a, with a solution. I'm trying to delay getting a new fence because we—that's what we truly need, especially in the back. This is what happens when I start a project. Everything else falls apart. Just becomes unraveled. The old sweater, right? All right. All right. I should probably let you get into so trivia. We should do some do some trivia. Let's do it. Oh, bud. Let's see here. I got a lot of stuff written down. It's always like, where do you start? With which question here? Start with the first one, Pat. 
I know someone which said that one to me should today. be the first I one. Like, I was like, I have a lot of questions. And someone wrote back, start with the first one. Like, yeah, no <laughs> shit. <laughs> Trying to figure What's out which your one problem. <laughs> Who said that to you? Ah, uh, just a friend of mine at work. Ex friend. <laughs> so annoying. <laughs> start with the first one, Jim. Like, don't say my name at the end of it, too. Not Is there a child in there? Do you nail it with the grammar or do you mail it in? I try to be at least cognizant and, you know, of putting together complete sentences when I'm on a professional basis. I don't like formalize my texts. I'm like, <laughs> dear Patrick, my seven alarms are set. We will speak in the morning at zero seven hundred hours. Godspeed, friend. Looking forward to day breaking. <laughs> Sir James of 630. Dude, you sound like you're from 1692. <laughs> which is the year <laughs> this event happened. The Columbus Bicentennial. That's, uh, that is true. That's true. I got to give that to you. That is accurate. 1692. Columbus celebrated 100 years times two. It's beautiful. <laughs> I was so ready to jump on you for being wrong. And then you nailed it. Um, so this was a historical event moment. And I'll give you a hint. I actually referenced this in a joke that I do. The Salem Witch Trials. Boom! Woo! You got it, dude. I, it was on my mind. I was thinking about it. But then when you said that, it confirmed that... Uh, that's what it is. Yeah, you got that one. Man, we have always been shitty, huh? Yes, we really are. They're witches. No, oh, okay. one, no one loves mass hysteria and bullshit. Well, well, what happens if they're not witches? Well, they'll burn. It's the only way to tell. Oh, all right. Well, they'll just burn yeah, them. What, See a, what happens? Um, crazy that they were able to push that agenda, huh? And then... So uh, what do you think it was? They're probably mentally ill people, and they said that they're... Must have, must have been some mental illness involved in this. Propaganda. There's got to be some mental What illness. song was that? Was that going, I felt like that was going into a church song. No, I don't think it wasn't. Propaganda. <laughs> propaganda. <laughs> propaganda. Propaganda. <laughs> cat. We said we wouldn't rap on this, but we will sing church songs. Fair. All right, we can't stay away from presidential trivia. We all know that. So let's not even pretend any longer. Let's get into a presidential <laughs> question. This, this president was laid to rest in 1845. His funeral was uh, interrupted by one of his parrots, his pet parrot. It's a bird who okay. was swearing during the. Uh, I didn't want you to think I was saying parent. Okay, but they were. His <laughs> funeral was, was interrupted. Ah, by the fuck. Parent. <laughs> ah shit! Ah, he's fucking dead. <laughs> Son of a bitch! You just called yourself a bitch. It's <laughs> talking about you, Steve. Her husband's <laughs> name was Steve in this joke. Um. <laughs> 1845, he was laid to rest. 
I have no clue, but this is a great piece of history. Can we, uh, can we give me a presidential hot dog, Jefferson? Can I take a Gandolfini cat? Oh, for sure. Let me, uh, it's one of our first 12 or 13 presidents, I would say, because Honest Abe was 16. Abe? Yeah. Was 16. Okay. So if this person died in 1845. I would say one of our first dozen or so presidents. I'm narrowing it down in my mind. All right. Let me um, hot dog Jefferson you this got one it. for you. I feel like I'm just, my brain's freezing. <laughs> I'm not a morning person. <laughs> I can't get this. Don't you worry about a thing. This is so easy too. All right. Um, Prince Bo. Andrew Jackson. <laughs> yes. Andrew Jackson. Why? Well, I couldn't come up with a good one for Andrew. Yeah, that is. Uh... <laughs> Who's the dude in um, Spider Man and the Facebook movie? He's an Andrew, isn't he? No, uh, uh, Jesse. No, not him. Not Jesse Eisenberg. That's what I'm thinking of. I don't know if he was. Prince Bo. There's not that many good Andrews. Andrews a tough one. I was going to, the Jackson is harder though, because it has to be like a, uh, it has to be like a defining Jackson, like Bo. So I get that. I would have gone like air force base, but that's Andrews, right? Yeah. And that's a tougher one. I know I would have got the Bo is what gave it to me. And Prince Andrew just checked out. I would have gone, uh, I would have gone Cunanan. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Andrew Cunanan. Great story. I mean, I mean, sad story. Sad story. But I mean, you know right away. There's no like. Oh, do you mean Mitch Cunanan? Like, there's yes. only one famous Cunanan. Cunanan Bo would have been like a, the, an ultimate hot dog. Cunanan Bo is so Cunanan good. Cunanan Andrew Jackson. Cunanan. <laughs> Cunanan. One of the the pictures floating around at that time was him in the Navy sweatshirt. Okay. Like Naval Naval Academy. Mm-hmm. Um. And my my roommate also had the exact same sweatshirt, exact same sweatshirt. So I just sent that pic to him because I had a pic of him with the sweatshirt. Oh, it was fantastic! All right, this one is an interesting question, I think, because I didn't realize when this occurred. Never really contemplated when did Babe Ruth become the home run king, but I did come across when he did. It was, I can tell you the year. I'm going to guess a year. He it was 755. Is that right? So he and, hit 714. Oh, 714. You're right. I'm sorry. I was 714. But Which I would guess the record. Ago, right? <laughs> Close enough. <laughs> I would guess the record was probably somewhere around 300 because, you know, it wasn't like a big home run era before. Uh, so I'm going to guess, um, I'm going to guess 1915. Just too close. Okay. Too early. He was still pitching then, I think. Oh, okay. I forget about Which, you ever look at his pitcher, the numbers as a pitcher? Amazing. They're insane. One of my favorite stats is that uh, there was a game where a pitcher walked the first batter on like a 3-2 pitch, um, started arguing with the umps, got kicked out of the game. The next guy comes in, picks the guy off first, and then retires the next 26 hitters. And since he didn't face 27, it doesn't officially count as a no-hitter. 
And like, it's one of those controversial, just weird, random baseball stats, but the pitcher is, that walked the first hitter and got so pissed. He got ejected was Babe Ruth. No kidding. Yeah. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. That's, one that's cool. Random baseball things that I'll probably edit out. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> no, don't edit that out. <laughs> so terrible. So Babe Ruth became the home run King on this date in 1921 when he hit his 120th. Oh my God. Home run. So this is like, so he was the leader from the time he hit his 120th home run until 1974. Just padding the stats. From 1921 to 1974. Yeah. He hit 594 more home runs after, uh, as a home run King. I mean, no, we'll break like, that record. <laughs> <laughs> that's like Wilt Chamberlain dominance or Gretzky oh, sure numbers. Is. Yeah. You know, it's putting up numbers like that now. Shane. <laughs> it sure is. Shane is racking up Ruthian numbers. Sure. Which president did you transition to in the middle of that? Did you uh, did you go the from descent, Trump? cement? They're pouring descent cement. They're pouring descent cement everywhere. For a second there, it sounded like you went to Dana Carvey's W. <laughs> oh man, I used to try and do that one. I could never do voices. I had a buddy that could do Bobby Rafferty. Could do anybody. Yeah. You ever had that friend that can imitate other friends like so well? That's Bobby. Yeah. Oh yeah, he was good at that. That's great, and he's the guy who will find like pick a little nuance of somebody. <laughs> he did this guy that um, when this landscaper in our neighborhood, this guy would like come and like redo your whole lawn, like sod. It's a sod guy, I guess. Mm-hmm. You know, he picked up this uh, <laughs> this. How's your ma? He it, that was a guy's tick. <laughs> So you'd be like, hey, how's it going, John? Good. How's your mind? How's your mind? Yeah? Everything good? How's your mind? That's great. How is your mind? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. That's so funny to me. All right. Let me ask you this question. This movie, big smash hit, debuted in this uh, June I always say this day, but it's, it's I'm, I'm on a two or three day spread because right, I realize people are listening to this over a weekend. But on this date in 1982, 1982, this movie came out. Are you going to give me any context of the movie? <laughs> um, you gotta well, give me I, something. You got to give me something. Okay, I thought I did. It came out in 1982. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Let me just tell you the name of the movie, Jim. <laughs> no, but give me like <laughs> something that it's no, okay. about. All right, I'll give you something. I mean, about. is it E.T.? It is E.T., you asshole. <laughs> you serious? Yeah, why don't you just guess the See, you knew. Why do you doubt yourself? <laughs> you want to be, be spoon-fed? I don't want all of it. I want something. Uh, this is a movie, and it came out in a year. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to yell at you. You good? How are you? How's your match? How's your mat? Was that like a flex on his part? Was he just being a dick? <laughs> no, I think about... he's just making small talk or just like, I don't know you, but uh, I know your mat. I know your mat. 
and your ma hired me, and your ma is probably home. <laughs> Maybe he was just into everyone's mom. That's what I'm wondering. How's your ma? Your ma? Got any pictures? Yeah, she... pictures of your ma? <laughs> she asked about me? What's she wearing at night? <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. This is, uh, this is how I want to phrase this question. In 2002, I'm going to do a statement question. In 2002, the uh, reality show American Idol made its debut. To thunderous, I'm just going to, to thunderous reception. I recall. 20 years after E.T., we needed something. John, John Travolta. In 2002, and the American Idol made its debut, the one and only, the best show of all time. Okay, so Adele who were the three original, <laughs> who were the three original hosts? Um, Randy Jackson, Paula Abdul, Simon Cowell. You got it. I thought maybe Randy Jackson would trip you up, but you just lead with Randy Jackson. Yeah, that's my guy. Quaid Bo? (laughs) (laughs) Quaid Bo is your boy? Uh, Quaid Bo, Dean Jabbar. (laughs) And... (laughs) Dean Jabbar is fantastic. Uh, and uh, Cowell and says says, <laughs> says is where I was going but I didn't have a cowl I don't know I said so yes for me dog what about you Dean Jabbar <laughs> Dean Jabbar oh man that's fantastic in 2004 here's another presidential funeral 2004 president was laid to rest no bird though no bird there talking shit like andrew jackson's <laughs> parrot swearing at his funeral what was he saying this dickhead was mean to native americans <laughs> what are you guys crying about you ever hear the trail of tears assholes shouldn't be laughing at this <laughs> old hickory more like huge dickory you see what he did? Oh, Hermitage, Hermitage, more like shittitage. <laughs> Mia, you ever go to Hermitage there in Nashville? Uh, my uncle was telling me about Hermitage. My uncle's a history teacher and a presidential fan, so big fan of your half of this podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love yeah. those assholes name their houses. I, I, I want to name my house. <laughs> Come on in. We call it average. <laughs> this is my condo. It's uh, winded by the time you get up the stairs. <laughs> this is <laughs> Waspville. <laughs> this is Waspylvania. the nest. <laughs> this is the nest. The nest. <laughs> I was trying to think of a hot dog Jefferson for this one, but this is, uh, this has got to be Ronald Reagan. Is that correct? It is. Good old McDonald. 
<laughs> I was just about to say the same thing. But it's Reagan that's getting me. This will change the tenor of the conversation, but this uh, event, which I'm trying to say event. Do you want to say event? But this uh... McDonald Charles Gluck. <laughs> McDonald what? Charles Gluck. Charles Gluck. Ray Gun. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's good. Is it? It's sufficient. All right, I'm sorry. Charles, go ahead. Oh, Ray. No, I got it. Ray Gun. I would have done something different for Ray, I think. Yeah. Boom Boom Mancini. <laughs> this is my dear friend, McDonald. Boom Boom Mancini. <laughs> That's gonna that'd be great if that was the card that the guy sent us. <laughs> what was the example he used? <laughs> McDonald Boom Boom Mancini Glock. And the person's well, like, I, oh, Ronald Reagan. Oh, he c- completely understands the game. <laughs> that would not be the one you use in the pitch meeting. <laughs> All right, I got 10 seconds. Explain the game. <laughs> what if it worked? Well, let McDonald's me just say this. Boom Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> Sold. I'm going to hot dog Jefferson this girl's, this girl's birthday, who was born in 1922. Died in 1969. Judge tree dressing. <laughs> Judge tree dressing. Judy Garland. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. I'm sorry, it was Reinhold Tinsel. We were looking oh, for Reinhold, Reinhold we Tinsel. We were looking for Reinhold Tinsel for Judge. Dude, Judge way Tree better Tinsel. at this game than me. No, that would. I mean, it's the opposite. That's what the name could have been instead of Judy Garland. Would have been Reinhold Tinsel. Why can't I think of Tinsel? That's what I was struggling with. Garland. I was trying to be too. Oh man, that is so. No, it was funny. perfect. It was perfect. Judge Tree dressing. <laughs> Um, here's another birthday. There's another birthday. What year we got? Shoeless Wyoming. Joe Montana. Boom. That's amazing. <laughs> you got that one. Oh, that's fantastic. I'll straight up ask you this guy is celebrating a birthday or would it be if he hadn't died in 1974? No, he's, uh, he had lived a long life, but he is the boxer portrayed in what I think is a great movie. Cinderella man. Did you see Cinderella man? No. Russell Crowe. Do you know the story? I do not. Do you know the movie story of Ray boom, boom, Mancini? Have you heard of Russell Crowe? Heard of Russell Crowe, yes. He throws brand, at people. Brand Blackbird? <laughs> Have you heard of? <laughs> I have heard of Brand Blackbird. <laughs> That's great. Um, I don't know what boxer he was portraying. Would it have been a... Uh, would it have been a, uh, a Rocky Marciano? It's also the anniversary of when he became the champion after beating Max Bayer in a 15 round fight 
Max Bayer was a complete beast. I don't know if you've heard of Max Bayer. If not, his son, I believe this is true. His son was Jethro, Beverly Hillbillies. He really? That was, a ba- that was a Bayer. What a lineage. But this dude was, and he's portrayed this way in the movie. He's just like, was an animal. This guy was not like raising anybody. He was banging everything. I think he had kids all over the place. (laughs) But the boxer's name is Jim J. Braddock. Ah, I remember him from Hollywood Squares and Too Close for Comfort. (laughs) Oh, that was Jim J. Bullock. Oh, okay. (laughs) Jim J. Bullock. (laughs) Very close. Center Square. Jim J. Braddock's son was... Uh, no, Jim J. Braddock. Tall. His son was Tull Grippet? <laughs> Jethro Tull? Jethro no, Clampett. Uh, right? Clampett. Jethro Clampett. Right. Tull Grippet. No, not his son. Max Bayer's son. Ah, the, okay. guy that, the guy that he beat. That's, I just wanted the hot dog Jefferson. <laughs> Jethro Clampett. God, I forgot about their last name. All right, how about this guy celebrating a birthday... I don't know if you'll get it if I do it this way, but starving fat. Marvin wide Marvin starving Einstein. There's gotta be a better way to Marv Albert. <laughs> it's Marv Albert. <laughs> starving fat. I wanted to do starving fat because of the, uh, Irony. Of how are you fat if you're starving? Oh, starving fat's fantastic. Yes, and it counts, is what I say to that one. Yes. And <laughs> celebrating a birthday today, also. And this is a cheers to, to both of them, the two of them. It's, you know, whose birthday it is, Jim? Who's <laughs> this? Merlin Bobsey. <laughs> Just the Olsen twins? It's the Olsen twins. Merlin Bobsey. <laughs> oh, Happy birthday, great. Merlin Bobsey. Steve O celebrating a birthday. And a comic that I know you and I both love. Bill Burr. Oh yeah. How old's a Billy Burr? Bill Burr was born in 68. 52 for a Bill Burr? Is that what it is, Mr. Math? That it is. That's still a young buck. He is a young dude. He's just in a, a movie that I just saw. Oh, he's in the King of Staten Island. Oh, yeah? Where is that? Is that available? Is that out? I see a lot of people yeah, chirping about it. Hulu or what? I, uh... I haven't seen much on it, but I know it's uh, I know it's out there now somewhere. I don't know where. Yeah. Have to check it out. All right, we should probably. We're gonna wrap it up, buddy. And I do want to ask you. This is a Flanagan trivia question. I do not know the answer to this, so you can uh, only tell us what is right. Can't wait. But it's the anniversary of the OJ murders. Nicole Simpson and Ron yeah. Goldman. Devastating story. I ask you though, do you, where were you for the chase? Home 
living room by myself watching TV. Like other people are in the house, but I'm like the only one watching this TV. And I'm like, does anyone know what's going on? Was it, uh, was it 19, June 12th, 1994? Yeah. One of the best 30 for 30s, by the way. I was watching some sporting event. I don't remember if I was trying to watch the cup. I don't remember if I was trying to watch, uh, or was it the parade? Um, or it was the, a big sporting event day, right? It's crazy, man. The, the documentary, there's a great 30 for 30 where all they do is just go from one event to another. Just like, you know, I want to say it was, uh, was it Arnold Palmer's last, uh, last major, maybe his last masters okay. or something. One of his last yeah. rounds. Um, there was a big Knicks playoff game. There was, uh, the New York Rangers won the cup, which was a huge deal. It was the first time in right. decades that they had won it. You know, I remember that Messier. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, and then all of a sudden old juice and AC and that white Bronco took over everything. It's a cool, it's a great doc, but yeah. What about I you? I thought he was going to take his own life. I did too. I mean, there's just, you, there's no way that ends well. There's no I way was... that, ends that guy on Twitter. Yeah. Oh God. Can you imagine now? OJ and AC. I mean, have you seen like a lot like, of initials in that car? Sure. Were. I mean, he was tweeting, you know, a couple months ago, he watched OJ Simpson watched Tiger King before you did. Did you did ever you? think that would happen after <laughs> June 12th, 1994? He was uh, like, I'm pretty sure she killed her husband. <laughs> I swear to God, he tweeted a rant about it. Like a video rant or did yeah, he? A video rant. He's insane, huh? It's so ridiculous. What was his name in uh, Norberg? Norberg. Ah, oh, God, did I love those movies, though. Oh, so funny. Yeah, he was everywhere growing up. He was I remember. Huge. He was so, I mean, the Ice Toner commercials. I remember, like, when The Verdict came out, they made an announcement over the intercom at school. Oh, yeah, I was in, at Dayton, and it was, um, I had, it was a Tuesday morning or something. I remember being in a history class and we got to class and the teacher's like, I understand people want to know the verdict. Um, I'm not going to judge you. If you want to get up and leave, you can leave. But I'm going to teach this whole class, blah, blah, blah. Dude, I'm telling you, like 90% of us, and there was only like a class for like 35 people. We just got up and left. And we went back to our room and watched that verdict come in. But the chase, I was home. I had just graduated from high school. And my buddy had gotten a gift from service merchandise. Wow. For his graduation. And he was going to return it. And I was like, I'm going with you. You know, so my buddy is like, you want to take a ride? So we got there. And that's where we started. And it was on like all the TVs. Oh, man. So that's where we started watching. We stood there for a while and then we're like, let's get home. And we're, I remember trying to drive home and like trying to like find it on the radio. And then we got home and like ran right upstairs in my house and uh, watch it with my sister and a couple of her friends. Like driving home as fast as you can. You're like re reenacting the chase so you can get home and see more of it. <laughs> yeah. I was like, you drive. And I sat in the back with a gun to my head. <laughs> it's like, Hurry up. <laughs> I gotta see how this ends. Um, <laughs> when the verdict came out, we were in Spa we were in Senora Willard's Spanish class, and we we're all like, hey? Senora Willard's. I know it's so great. <laughs> Too bad she was married, that wouldn't have been a great to have a teacher. Senorita, we were in Senorita Williams' class. 
Willard. Buenos noches, señorita. <laughs> or that's that's good night. Is that good day? It's good night. What would and be good morning? Buenos senora, dias. Yeah, señora <laughs> Willard would be pissed at you. <laughs> Buenos dias, señorita Willard. What was your Spanish name? Patricio. That's yeah, so that sucked. I <laughs> Mine's Jaime. Like, like Pat. okay. Pat is enough of like a boy girl name. Mm -hmm. And then <laughs> Spanish, they're like, we're gonna up at the ante a little bit. <laughs> You're Patricio. We're gonna Patricia? make <laughs> Patricio. I was Patricio. Jaime. That's not fun either. Yeah, it's a giga to get the Jamie. She's like, oh, so Jamie? Yeah, basically. I just wish I had gone with Yames. Or Yames. Yames. <laughs> Yim. People Yimmy. knew most Spanish speaking people I knew just called me Yim. Did they? Yeah. Did they? Yeah. Are you serious? Um, I worked at McDonald's from 14 to 18. So a lot of my amigos, Yim. Oh, that's funny. I didn't know that, that that's what they would say. Yimmy. And you say, Jess. All right, let's get out of here. Let's get out of here. Jess, Jess. You got any more check birthdays? Out. The, check out the Ricardo Montalban School of Fine Acting. <laughs> Google that. I Watch will. it on YouTube. It's classic. Yeah. Eugene great. Levy. Oh, man. I'm all in. I it's love it. It's a second city. It's a second yeah. city sketch. Welcome to the Ricardo Montalban School of Fine Acting. Jess, Jess. That's awesome. Yeah. All right, bud. All right, hey, uh, let's let's turn on some uh, Tommy Schneeman music. Yeah, Tommy Schneeman, Greg Kennedy. I like this. This is the best song, right? This should be our alarm. Can we make this our alarm? Oh, man, let's do that. You know, wake up to this every day? That'd be nice. This Tommy Schneeman and Greg Kennedy masterpiece. <laughs> Love this song. I'm going to wake my kids up to this when I get home. There right you go. Now. Hit him. All, All right, right. Man. Have a good weekend. Face full of possibilities. Have a good day. You too. <laughs> Bye.